0: Southeast Radio's morning mix.
1: Southeast Radio. I think for a very long time, people have kind of been almost afraid of managing their hearing loss. They might feel that they're kind of admitting that they have um, this this loss of hearing. That there's some kind of disability, almost, um, you know, and it can be. Very, it can take quite a long time for people to actually come to the the point where they feel they should actually manage their hearing loss and what hopefully you've realized from your experience of Mm. of not being able to hear as well as you you were um you know it can be very isolating it can be debilitating it can be very challenging um we're missing out on all all the background sounds that we need in order to keep ourselves safe crossing the road obviously electric vehicles electric scooters um you know our day-to-day life can be hugely impaired by not hearing as well as we once did, and that's where we can we can help manage yeah. that loss.
2: Me and bags, as I said, you're you're there. You've been part of the business life on on the main street of Wexford and around the county as well. Specsavers is well known. When you look at sort of the uh, the the mix between people coming into you to get their eyes checked and to get their their hearing checked, what's this, What's the the spread like? Is it is it fifty-fifty? Is it sixty-forty? What is it?
0: Um, No, it wouldn't be 50-50, we'd love it to be. (laughs) Uh, We do offer, what I say and my my staff uh, laugh, we do offer a a checkup from the Mm neck-up and we do try to encourage anybody that comes through the door um, a hearing screening because that's the first step where we can screen people when they're in for their eyes and that'll give us an indication of where their hearing is at. That just takes three minutes when they're in the store. And then if they do have an issue, we can then refer them on to the audiology team. Now, sometimes it might be just wax and um, we do offer wax removal service. So um, we have our, audiology in, our audiologist in store yeah. and some of our team training up now to become yeah. uh, professional wax removers.
2: Wax removers. The, I think <laughs> one of the fears that people have, a, I'll ask you first, Mags, then you, Rachel, is the fear of being seen with the hearing aid. There's kind of, there used to be a stigma to having the hearing aid uh, and people were wary of that. Has that all changed in, in, in has, the type of, of, of device you have to wear?
0: Yeah, it has in some instances because I think nowadays um, people are happy to wear headphones and, you know, ear pods and all that kind of thing. And um, so I think they're used to now seeing people with things hanging out their ears. Mm. And um, I actually had... Um, hearing aids fitted for me, purely so that I can stream music through them because I find ear pods etc don't fit in my ears mm. and I didn't want to be walking around with the big cans on. So um, I had uh, hearing aids fitted purely to, to be able to stream music or yeah. watch TV through. So I do think that the, the notion of it, it being a bit of a stigma wearing them is lessening. However, not enough. I I do think there's there's more work to be done, and people do need to just see them as as we do with specs. They're there for a function. Yes, they're an you know an accessory to wear, but they do have a function there. And have
2: they become more? Have they become reduced in size? And yeah, we
0: do we do a huge range um, from you know tiny ones that go inside the canal. Um, some that just sit inside the year and obviously those that go over the year yeah. too. And, you know, the, the money that you spend depends on the technology that goes inside them.
2: Right, Rachel, you set me a challenge, so sometimes the interviewer becomes the interviewed. And I, You asked me to go for a run and I went twice. I went one uh, for a short one late in the evening, which didn't, was quite dark actually. But then yesterday at lunchtime, I decided to go again. And that really was quite an experience. Is there anything you'd like me to particularly share with you to highlight what that experience was like?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, most definitely. I mean, I suppose it's just about how kind of isolated you felt or Mm -hmm. or what were your big things that you were really missing out on or or you felt had kind of been taken away from you by not being able to hear as well as, as you were.
2: The first thing you did was you gave me these little ear pods. What did you give me to put in my ears?
1: So um, in order to block your ear canals um, and give you that feeling of reduced hearing, um, it was what we call a CIC, so it's a completely in the canal hearing aid and we put a closed sleeve on that hearing aid so the ear canal was fully occluded Mm. and then obviously there was no amplification going into the hearing aid because we weren't trying to give you to manage your hearing loss. We were trying to keep your ears as occluded as possible so you couldn't hear as well. Yeah. So it was a very small device um, just to impair the sound being able to go down in, right. into your ear.
2: So I headed off on a, a standard five mile run I do mm-hmm. and uh, a pleasant run. The first thing I noticed, Rachel, was when I had these in, the different feel to the runner on the ground it was like as if i was running in cement shoes what was that How? so
1: what you were experiencing there was um obviously a little bit of occlusion because it was almost like having your fingers stuck in your ears yeah. um obviously that's something that if you were managing a the vibration loss, yeah, it, yeah so it's the, it's it's the vibration of of your um feet on the ground and obviously your canals are blocked so you're getting a little bit of occlusion your own voice might have sounded a little bit echoey or or Mm. something like that Um, so that's just because the ear canals are, are actually blocked um, obviously, that could be very different for somebody that actually has a hearing loss. Um, mm. But for this experiment, you, you would have felt the, right, the, so the, the vibration of the ground. Yeah. Okay. That, that explains yeah.
2: that. The next one was uh, uh, at the run at different stages. Two little dogs on Lee's by my dad. <laughs> playful little things. Came close to snapping at my heels there, just playfully. Not They weren't going to bite or anything. I wasn't even aware they were there. till till I, I did hear the owners, come on, come on, yeah. and they pulled them away.
1: But that's the thing. I mean, the world can be very overwhelming when you have got um, reduced hearing because you're not seeing things come up behind you or hearing things come up behind Mm. you or um, being aware of things like, you know, a barking dog or, or something until it's almost on top of you and um, so these things I suppose as somebody that has average normal hearing would would take for granted yeah. um, and it, it takes an experiment like this just to sort of get yeah. across how it feels to go from someone with average normal hearing to somebody okay. with impaired hearing and have that empathy with with people
2: diesel trucks Diesel vehicles, I could hear them. Not the same as if I had full hearing at the time. Mm -hmm. Electric vehicles, two or three came up beside me, wasn't even aware they were there. Not a clue that they were there.
1: Yeah, this is something that is a huge problem because they have that low hum. And as a driver of an electric vehicle myself, it's something that I'm always very conscious of. You know, if I'm in a a housing estate or, or somewhere where there's people walking... Um, they just sort of creep up, creep up on you um, mm-hmm. and as you know, uh, our lifestyle changes and there's more electric vehicles on the road, more electric scooters on the road, people are going to find that the importance of managing their hearing is also mm-hmm. a safety issue okay. as well.
2: Okay, so that's, and scooters again, Yeah. two scooters came my way. I saw one coming towards me so I was able to avoid that one but the one that came up beside me, not a clue. No. No idea.
1: And that can be very scary, especially as a lot of people that would experience hearing loss maybe older, more vulnerable, you know, and, and you've got these things whizzing by and you're not even aware mm. un, until it's, it's almost knocked you over. Um, so it's not just about the health of your ear, which is so important. It's also about the, the mm. safety and, and feeling safe when you're out and about in the community.
2: The actual little beep beep sounds as you come to level crossings course, are down down yeah. by, I always run along the quay here mm. and where you'd hear the beep beep as it's safe to cross. It was muffled, I could slightly hear it but not very well. So, like, pedestrian crossings would be an issue as well.
1: And did you feel quite vulnerable yourself? Like, did you feel... Yeah,
2: I was definitely more uh, uh, alert. In fact, you you laugh at this one. I have a split time that I always check. It's up around Wigram, which I normally hit... On one of the runs at, say, 38 minutes Mm. yesterday, I hit it at 36. So, In other words, I definitely pushed on a little bit to Mm. try and get home quickly. Because
1: you were feeling quite vulnerable. Yeah.
2: So, in other words, where I do a leisurely run, I'd hit that split time at 38 minutes, but I hit it at 36 yesterday, which meant I clipped two minutes off my average time because, as you say, I was a bit aware I just need to get home and get get these out of my ears.
1: Yeah, because it can be so isolating um, for people. And I suppose we can sort of just take our grant- um, hearing for granted. And mm. I think something like this is, is good, really, for people yeah. to experience because it does make us more empathetic towards those that okay. don't hear as well.
2: I'll let you digest all that. Or I'll let you, Mags, having listened to, to yours truly, share his journey. I'm, I'm thinking that you and I both love football. And yeah. I'm just thinking uh, any person who wants to play football, and he could play football up to any age now.
0: Absolutely. You know, uh, it, 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 it just opens the world for people we see it day in day out in the store when people have had uh, have lived with a hearing loss for so long eventually come in to do something about it mm. and then it's like they're been switched back onto the world you know right. they'll they'll you know they'll hear the chitchat chatter when they come onto the shop floor yeah. they'll hear the till going um when they walk out of the store they're aware of you know the the hustle bustle of the main street yeah. and and that's something that they've been Um, taken away that's been something that's been taken away from them and they'll often say that um, you know they've felt um, out of it when they've come to to chat to people or been at dinner parties and you'll often notice the person that has got a hearing loss because they're either the one that keeps talking um, or
2: the one that shouts
0: or the one that shouts but more often than not it's the one that kind of just sits back and yeah. doesn't get involved in the conversation yeah. and and those are the people that we want to bring back into the there's into going the to be consult. many people
2: listening to this saying yeah do I shout a lot and including yours truly
0: or the TV's up too
1: low that's t- a common one it's also this is why it's so important to manage a hearing loss Um, you know when you first become aware yeah. of it, because yeah. as Mags is saying there, you know, it's about somebody that's becoming isolated. They're not wanting to engage in conversation. Yeah. They might not be wanting to go to, to their clubs or, or socialise. But if you have it, if you've sort of put it on the long finger until you get a lot older, yeah. that's 20 years that you could have been living your life to the full. Yeah and also the older we get you know the poorer our dexterity may be or our cognitive decline so it's so important to, to grasp managing your hearing loss when you first okay. become aware of these changes and it could be a family member you know bringing to your attention that you're not hearing as well as right. you used to or the television going up or yeah. you know just just being so more okay. much more aware so
2: i've done the test for you so mm-hmm. what's the solution now what i mean there has to be something that you'd like to get out, so, out there yeah so yeah
1: so if you were to come into Alan and um, had said that you had been going out for your runs recently and you know you you were experiencing these things you're not hearing as well as you used to and the beeps of the traffic lights weren't quite as loud etc. First thing we would do is um, we would get you into the consultation and make sure that you had no wax occlusion in your ears and so we'd shine um, an autoscope into your ear, a little light, make sure the canals were nice and clear. Obviously, if we did find any wax occlusion, as Mag said, we can remove that from you in the store um, mm. using microsuction. If, however, the canals were clear, then we would be able to proceed with a hearing test. So you do a full hearing um, test where you, we put you into a booth and we play some tones and we're trying to establish the quietest tones that you can hear. Mm. Then when that had been done, we would describe to you our findings. So if there was evidence of hearing loss and you were suitable then to um, have that hearing loss managed with hearing aids, we would chat to you about your lifestyle, the type of hearing aid that would suit you. And as Mags brought up earlier, it's not just about Mm. managing hearing loss anymore. You can stream through your hearing aids, you can listen to podcasts, you can Listen to Southeast radio through your hearing aid. So there's so much more going on with this little tiny device now. That's ultimately yeah. changing people's lives. And
2: is it possible that your right ear could be stronger than your left ear?
1: It can, yeah. yeah. Um, most hearing losses as we get older would be in both ears. So it'd be a bilateral loss of hearing. But it doesn't mean they'd be exactly the same. Mm. And some people, like myself, I have a unilateral loss of hearing. So my hearing loss is only in my right ear. Mm. Um, so we can you know, talk about and manage the individual's hearing loss um you know, wherever their needs are possible yeah. and, and actually get to know our patients and then the aftercare that we offer is second to none because it's mm. not just about fitting someone with a hearing aid it's about the counselling and rehabilitation and, and taking them on that hear care journey
2: Yeah, I know a lot of people like to bring music with them and listen to when they're walking and mm. jogging I'm the opposite I like to get away from it all and I just like the fresh air and hearing the birds and you you said yeah. to me um uh, that's the one aspect in fact you said it to me Mags yesterday that's the one aspect try and digest what it was like and running along that that beautiful key front, which I always include in a run, not being able to hear the seagulls, hardly hear them at all, Like that to me would mean that you you never want to lose that sound.
1: No, exactly. And I mean, it can be so relaxing for people just to get out into the countryside. We're so fortunate, you know, where we live, that we have this beautiful um, outside area. We have the keys, we have the water, we have the birds. And to have that taken away from you... It can be very isolating. And, Mm. you know, if you want to go out on your run and be able to enjoy these things again, then it can be managed, you know. And that's what we're trying to do is help people manage their hearing loss. We can't give you bionic hearing, we can't bring your hearing back, but we can help you on your hair care journey to manage your hearing loss.
2: You've certainly brought up a very important talking point today. Thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Alan.
2: Southeast Radio's morning mix.